J-Lo's thing was to record it? bowl of red m and Yeah, we've been recording uh, for it. Uh, five minutes now. Yeah. It was a bowl of red m and ms Yeah, see, that's different, though. That's Knowing crazy. you only going to eat a couple. You want a whole bowl of the same color. Yeah, I would. I don't know. I probably would have some little quirks like that, though. Just because you can type shit, I feel. Nah, because, nah. And see, for me, I'm always thinking about the person that's got to do that. What you mean? That's their job. That's what they're getting paid for. That's demeaning. It's not. That's it, demeaning. So you said if you nobody. had, a, if you was a big C, CFO, CEO, CEO, you wouldn't have nobody go get you like coffee. That's different. How? What if you only want like two creamers, two sugars, and they bring you back more? You can taste the difference. Fam, you don't need only red M and M's. And if so, like why? Why? My nigga, why can't you get your own damn red M&M's out the pack? You need I'm a whole busy. bowl. You're not finna eat all of those. She's not. And like I, I agree with you. She probably only had like seven, eight. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like, I wouldn't feel bad. Nigga, that's what they getting paid for. Like, how think about how hard other people's jobs is. I feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're getting what? 60 bands a year. 70 bands a year, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's the hardest thing you did today, nigga? I had to count out a thousand red M&M's. Hey, you know what your job is today? <laughs> <laughs> I need, <laughs> need 1,200 red M&M's. All with the M's looking at me. No, run to the mall. Run to the candy store. You're going to get all the M&M's they got. And I think somebody else, I, I remember I had the pink Starburst thing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I do remember that. I don't remember who it was, but I do remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Let's go ahead and intro the podcast. Family Room Podcast, was it 78? 77? I don't even know. Family Room Podcast, episode 76? I think it's 76. Because Isaac was 74, then we had everybody 75. Okay. And this is the next one after that. 76. I'm Mike Rohn. Jesse Williams. We here, man. I'm trying to, I, and I've said it before a few podcasts, but I'm trying to make sure I start with high energy, man. I'll be watching it back, and I'll be like, man. And I do be tired, but it yeah. shouldn't come across that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, nah, we Gucci. How you doing, fam? Oh, I'm good, man. You know, working, stacking. And then we realized that we're not going to be able to go to uh, Cabo. Mm. COVID, mm. of course. Because I'm not going to go quarantine before I go and have my vacation and quarantine 10 days there. Mm, yeah, that's a lot. And then get on the plane to come back. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not getting, don't, you're not getting me stuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. Care what's going on. Yeah, nah, nah, not doing that. Not doing that. How you feeling? How you feeling? I feel like, and see, I watched the podcast back and I, and I was like, we got to find another way, to, another way to open. See, we always be like, oh, what you been up to? And I always be like the same one. So oh, I've been working, oh, I'm tired, I'm in the editing. How you feeling? That's How a better question. How you feeling? I'm actually feeling good. What's man. on your mind? What's on my mind? Honestly, I've been. Uh, What's keeping you up at night? Oh, what's like a bad thing or a anything, good thing? Anything. Anything. Uh, a car, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm try- I just got this little hoopty. I'm about to take it in mm-hmm. and see if it got anything wrong with it. And if it don't, and if it's minor, oh man, I'm I'm, I'm investing and I'm souping it up, bro. Mm-hmm. So what you got? Uh, just a little something. Oh, you want you don't want to say? Nah, man. Yeah, I feel it. Because <laughs> what if it don't last? What if it don't work? I feel it. You I feel mean? it. I feel it. I'm not mad at that. I'm not no. mad at that. What's next week? We'll have some good news on that. I feel it. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. So yeah. 
What about you, man? How you feeling? I'm feel I'm feeling good, man. I'm yeah. feeling good. Yeah. All all in all, all in all, I'm feeling good. I, I'm I um as you know, I'm somebody that can uh overthink things and 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 overanalyze things and mm-hmm. you know, but not nah, over like now I've been doing. I'm bringing that up to say I've been doing more of that than I want to lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, I'm good though. Can't yeah. complain. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't want to talk about it? What's been keeping you up? Well, it's not really been keeping me up. I just, I get stuck. I get stuck between having 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 an opinion, having strong opinions about things, and believing it's the right way, and or the right thinking. But then also accept, even though I think it is right and it is correct, accepting that other people don't and won't and aren't going to do things that way. Mm -hmm. And I know it's simple enough because like the older you get, you just have to realize that people aren't going to behave the way you would and get in any given situation. But when it when it like certain things, it's like. If if right is just right and wrong is just wrong. And if I believe something is right and I should operate a certain way within that situation, mm-hmm. if right is just right, there is no, I would think there is no, well, I could see how you would think the other way, but no, it right is just right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot of things have gray area. You know what I'm saying? There's, a, there's always. I feel people's way to getting to right is that path is different. And some, some people's path may take longer. Which may, you know what I mean, like their way to getting to the right, so which caused frustration and, you know what I mean, from other people looking at it, I guess, so to speak. No, I don't follow quite. Um, so like how you said, um, like their way, your way of, of what's right, mm-hmm. you know, they may not see it that way is because their way of arriving to what is right takes them along a, a whole different pathway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where you like, well, why would you even think or do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but they're like, "Oh well, the only way I receive get to that standpoint is if I do this, that, and this." You see I what see. I'm saying? I see. Mm-hmm. That's I just see. why I be trying to, you know, what I mean, figure figure things out. Because mm-hmm. even with like, I'll talk about basic math with people, and like the way I arrive to that answer, it may take somebody else three or four steps, and I'm just like, "Well, why would you even do that?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, I'm supposed I to say like. Everybody's different. You know what I mean? That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm glad I asked that. That was a, that was a good way to open the pot. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm tired. I'm yeah. editing. I like that. That was good. That was good. I'm going to try to come with some of that every week. Oh, yeah. Another thing that I've also been frustrated about uh, earlier this week, I don't even know if I'm going to keep these on. I lost a little nose thing on my glasses. Mm-hmm. So that mess is tearing up my face, boy. That mess hurt. Mm-hmm. For everybody who's ever experienced that, gone through glasses without that, that hurt. It's my it. first time. So. I did it. <laughs> got it. Got them fixed quick. I messed around. I was looking for something in the car. I never, never forget. And I need to get my glasses back. I think that also contributes to my headaches. But I was in the car looking for something, and my glasses were on the ground. And I'm like under the seat looking and not knowing that I'm pushing down on them. Pushing down on my glasses. I picked them up, put them on. It was all, I was like, oh, man. I remember Keish was in the front. <laughs> my mom was driving. Keish was in the front. See, I was going, oh, man. And Keish turned around and see my glasses all crooked. 
<laughs> just started laughing. <laughs> That's too yeah, funny. Man, but I rocked him for for a day, and I was like, not even a day. I put him. I took him to work, and like was like trying to wear him because that was at a point like I was the headaches was real bad, so I mm-hmm. needed to have him on. And I was like, I can't do this. I'd rather just have a headache than because I I'll be looking at whatever is like right in my eye if like the nose thing is off and I can see it. I'm just be walking around like looking at the note like oh uh, yeah, yeah all day yeah I can't do it I can't do it it's a hard knock life young she's making fun of me at work you know I always been working with you like, Mr Mike what's wrong with your glasses man <laughs> youngsters on my back I never forget the first time I was at work and I had been working at a this certain middle school um, for a few months. And when I first when I first got there, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really talk to the kids. Most I introduced myself was told them like my kind of vibe. If you don't listen, this is how I give it up. If you listen, this is how I give it up. Da 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 da. And it was a whole bunch, and they hadn't had a supervisor for months, so it was a whole bunch of backed up paperwork that I had to do when I got there. And so I wasn't really talking to the kids, wasn't playing with them, doing nothing. After I got caught up on paperwork, now I'm outside. I'm able to go outside and play, but it's like two months two months later now, right? I'm outside playing with the kids. I go for a ball. Like we playing football. I go for a ball. My hat goes off. I mean, my head is, I don't look how I look now. Like, my head is shaved. But, yeah. like, it was like, whoa, like, you don't have hair? <laughs> 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 of course, the black dude, African dude, actually. Hair looks like a knuckle, Mr. Mike. <laughs> so, my back, I was like, you don't even want me to get going on. Yeah, I make you cry out here. I like that little dude. We ended up having a little ping pong competition That's and everything funny. with little dude. Speaking of youngsters getting on people, man, you see the uh, Cam Newton versus the camper mm-hmm. versus the little dude at his camp? Yep. I didn't find out until yeah. talking to Dor about it on the other podcast. That was Cam Newton's camp. Yes. He was wearing Cam Newton's gear, clothes. Like, had Cam Newton's name on his chest. I didn't know that. And that's why all the other main, other professional athletes like, man, he should have went home. You know what I mean? But Cam was already getting negative spite, like, before you open up the clip. Like, the captions and all that stuff wasn't in Cam's favor. People had to actually look at it and watch the video. Mm-hmm. Like, no, the, none of the media was promoted as he did what he should have done in that situation. I try not to be the dude to make stuff racial, but that's got to be white folks. I couldn't imagine too many black people looking at that clip and, and thinking that Cam was in the wrong. Yeah. No. Trying to rub it in dude's face. Like, no, you're missing everything he's saying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. Speaking of kids still doing that, um, so I had some, back when I was working with kids, I had some shoes in the closet that I had found, right? And I was like, oh, I'm about to wear these, work, right? Walking to work. And I didn't notice that they was like squeakaholics as, as loud and as often as they was, right? When I, when I was like, after I left the house, I get there walking one little kids. Mr. Jesse, your shoes bother me. <laughs> I was like, dang. Had to stay away from the kid for the rest of the day. I love that about kids, bro. I love that, especially (laughs) little, little kids. They got that brutal honesty. You be talking to them, you be like, you spit on me when you were talking. You be like, (laughs) be a whole group of people. You be like, damn, you could have kept that to miss. Your breath stinks. I I love that brutal honesty in kids, bro. I love that honesty in kids. And see, shoes bother me. I because. And I'm not trying to harp on it again, but because I've always been someone that's really cared about like my outfits and like how I dress and like how I present, whenever it's like like a laundry day or like like a bad day or like just an outfit ain't hit right, I always hear about it from somebody, no matter what. Always. All my life. I never forget once at one time, a uh, freshman year, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I wore baby blue and red together. 
at the wreck. No, no, no. I wore it to re- I wore it to the wreck actually just to hoop in, mm-hmm. and then wore it to school like like a like a fresher version of like those colors together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wore it to school, and I remember Brittany Blakely was like, "Mike, you usually like really good, like like match really well." And I'm thinking like she bigging me up, like finna give me like talk about yeah. this stuff. I was like, yeah, no. She was like, not today though. I was like, and it was good for that. Her and Stephanie, <laughs> they was good for that back in the day. Did I ever tell you Stephanie Baylor is a is a big reason why I wear hats to this day? No, I was uh, <laughs> I was uh, I mean, you know, I used to have a crush on her back in the day, but um, I was I was out at a, that that. That store, Father's Paredes, mm-hmm. um, right there by Opoyo Loco on Valley Parkway. I was in there with Stephanie and Brittany Blakely, and this day hadn't been open long. And I see this this NBA hat, like no team, it just got the NBA logo on the front. Mm-hmm. And it's of course the bill. It's not like a dad hat, but it's like it's a ball cap, so the bill is still straight. And it's yellow and white. Each panel, yellow, white, yellow, white. And I remember I put it on, and I didn't bend the bill or nothing. I just kept it straight. I remember my back was him when I put it on and I turned around. And I wasn't even about to ask them like how it looked or nothing like that. I was just gonna mm. walk around the store with the hat on and then take it off before I left, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I put it on, I remember Stephanie was like, Damn, Mike looked good with that hat on. And, and Brittany like turned around, she was like, Damn, he does. And I was like, Nigga look good in hats. I'm rocking hats from I'm now. I'm rocking on. with the hats. I went to the mall that weekend and got a hat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been in hats pretty much ever since. Easy <laughs> used to have mad hats. For sure. Hella. I, I could never rock man. the snapbacks until I got older. I've always liked all the hats. I needed my fitted caps. When I first, first, like, the first couple of hats that I liked were snapbacks because I was a little kid, and that's the hats that were in at the time. Mm. Like, my Uncle Clarence, we, we actually, this goes back to living in Long Beach, bro, so I was only, like, four, and I remember this, bro. Um, but being, every time we would, my Uncle Clarence lived with my granny at the time, and he used to keep, he kept his hats, like, up on the wall. Mm-hmm. And he had like all the NBA snapbacks, and we like always take. Them. He wouldn't be home, and me and Steph uh, would like take take him off and put his hats on. And he would always be like, "Y'all need to leave my." Pretty much how I am with my kids now, like leave my hats alone, like stop yeah. touching my hats. And I remember for Christmas he got us hats. He got us. He got us snapbacks. I remember I wore my hat like every day until it was like too dirty and too dirty. My mom was like, "You can't wear that hat anymore." And I, I pretty much never had a hat. Like after I couldn't wear that hat, wear that hat anymore until Stephanie was like, "Oh, he looked good in a hat," and I bought one. I was pretty much I'd never had a hat until then, really. Oh wow! Well, no, I played little league, so you got those hats. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Weekend hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's crazy. Little dude try to steal the shine at the cam cam, bro. You ever had somebody try to steal your shine? Uh, like you feel like you up, you feel like you winning. Somebody's come through, hate on you. Somebody's try to come through, steal the show. Nah, I mean, yeah, but not really. It's like steal the show. Because you know how niggas back in the day, well, not niggas, but, like, selective people would be, like, try and, like, make fun of you around girls to try and boost them up. Like, bro, like, I don't know if that's really, like, the same thing, but it's like, bro, that's not even necessary. It kind of is, depending on the situation. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it wasn't, like, a situation like that, but it's like... What should I do that to you, bro? Huh? I want to hear a story. I don't, do have a sto- I don't have a oh, particular okay, okay, story. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? No, I for sure would have told it. But I just remember, like... Being in, the, in that situation, like, what? What's really, like, am I being roasted right now? Like, is that what's going on? I always thought that was corny, man. Like, yeah. and I, I, like for me, I would, I for sure was guilty of, because we were all funny. We all mm-hmm. funny, all snap, crack jokes and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I for sure was guilty of turning it up a little bit 
when girls were around. I was for sure guilty of that. Yeah. And I know, like, I know, for, like, from time and time, when I used to hang out with Q, like, he would just, I would just be in my bag, like, making the girls laugh or whatever. And I know, like, not hate, like, a hating look, but just Q would just be kind of looking at me like, I, I see what you're doing, my nigga. Yeah. Steph would kind of look at me like that from time to time. And at first, to be honest, when I was, like, I didn't know I would be doing that. I was just like, oh, girls around, I'm turning up. I didn't notice I was doing it until I would see, like, my homies and people looking at me like, Mm. And I'll be like, why they? Oh, well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I am. I am. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, it's working. So why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that could be it. But I don't remember anything. I just remember that feeling like, what? What's going on right now? Mm. Yeah. I asked but the I question. I just so said, yeah, I asked the question. I don't think I had an answer for it. I can't remember too many times when. No, actually, I do. Bro, third grade? Third grade, this dude named Antoine Lovett, bro. I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. This dude named Antoine Lovett. And back, this is back, I'm doing backflips, playing basketball. And I wasn't like the best in school, but I'm one of the best in my grade. Like, I'm, I'm starting yeah. on the team. I was only a couple of me and my homie Miles. We like the only one that could do backflips. Here come Antoine Lovett in third grade. And this nigga on the first day of school, this nigga out at recess. Me and Miles doing them, doing backflips with our hands. This nigga running, doing backflips, front flips with no hands. Light skinned nigga with the eyes. All the girls this like him. With the eyes. Man, I, man. And he wasn't stealing my shine. And not that he was trying to, but I for sure felt like it. Yeah. All the girls huddled around him watching him talk because he was, he was new to the school. It was his first day at school. Oh, and I've been and I have been at VP since kindergarten. So like everybody, me and my everybody know who me and Miles are. Like, yeah, oh, these yeah. niggas flip, they play ball, whatever. I'm saying, here come this nigga, well, pretty, nigga? yeah, pretty boy, turning flips and all this stuff. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's funny how like, like you were. I I remember that was probably one of the first times I was ever like, like, like salty or jealous of somebody. I remember that. Yeah. Like, forget this nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember feeling like that. I wonder if he's still around in Southeast anywhere. I said, forget this nigga, man. For real. Speaking of forget this nigga, Vanessa Bryan said, forget this nigga, Meek Mill, man. With all due respect. <laughs> in so many words, she was like, I'm the, it, I like the little, the little, the little shade. How she was like, I'm not familiar with your music. I like, how yeah, she like I don't know what you be talking about, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good. Someone had to say it, and I'm glad it was her. She did it her way, classy way. Well, a bunch of people online, like, everybody online was telling him how wrong he was and that he needed yeah. to apologize. And I guess he said that he had already apologized to her privately. Like, after she sent that out, apparently, he apologized to her privately. If you're... Nah, that's not even a valid question. You, you shouldn't even toy with nothing like that. No, no. Like... Okay, so let me ask you. Was it wrong? They were supposed to be friends, wasn't they? Kobe and Meek though. I don't I don't possibly like Like when it was in Philly together. Industry friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um Associates. Dora and I talked about this. So when Lil Wayne says in line like Rodney King, baby, yeah, beat it like a cop. Is that wrong? Yeah. Nobody said nothing there? Different times? Is it because it's yes. Wayne? Like Different times. It was also how long ago? Like that, that's still something that's that's still hurtful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And although it set off like a whole like like racial thing and like set off a riot, the verdict of the whole Rodney King thing set off a riot in mm-hmm. L.A. I think it was '92. Um, he didn't die. That was one of the things I was saying. Like Rodney King is still alive. Like and granted, his family could still like take offense to that. It's different because Kobe's not here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's fresh. 
Yeah. Like when he said the the Rodney King thing, that's what twenty years removed. Yeah. Maybe more. And in like a, a, I mean, joking way, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it was, it was too like a, I don't know, two different vulgar contexts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But mm, I still wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. They was going to I screenshot it. They was they was throwing out a. It was like, oh, now y'all want to be offended. They was throwing out a bunch of lines on a uh, on Twitter. Like, what about this line? What about this line? Y'all wasn't mad about this. Let me see. That's I mean, that's a valid point. But I mean, everybody gonna pick and choose what they want to be mad about, what they go hard over. True. You know. That's true. That's true. Um. Let me see. Oh. Oh. See. <laughs> And I purposely didn't tell you about this, but I know you and Steph be judging me when I be sharing too much of my personal life. But I don't. I don't give a damn. <laughs> so, got a question for you, bro. Has Has wifey ever caught you off guard with something like in the bedroom? Ever caught you off guard with something? Not like not some like a physical thing, like just anything at all. Done anything that caught me off guard? Yeah. Um. No. I mean, at, for sure in the beginning, though. But, like, not, like, recently. Like, because we're so far into things. Anything that, that she still does now, she's been doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, you've been caught off guard before. Oh, yeah. And see, I never had until Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> and see, like, and I'm not, I'm not somebody who's, like, like I know, like I'm a weirdo. Like I, I I'm, a, I know my body count, right? And and even with that, it hasn't been like a million people, girls. Um, but I feel like I had done a few things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm not, I can't really, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like what I'm, what I'm about to say, and even like super like deep, like like that quadro of guard, but it, it, I was not ready for it, bro. Like bro, like my like my wife put her hand around my neck, bro, like around my throat. <laughs> pineapples, pineapples, pineapples. <laughs> hey, that's hella funny. Oh man, bro. Bro, I was not I was not ready for that. Hey, no, no, no. no. That, the funny part is did you bring it up afterwards? Oh, yeah. Did you like have you thought it. about that before? How long have you been it. thinking about wanting to do that to See, me? and what like, what what really made that come about? I I'd, I'd have to we for surely talk about. It. And like I said, how that not the conversation, but how that action came about mm-hmm. I would I would need to get get clearance and get permission to talk about it on the pod and see I knew I wanted to bring that up and I was like I should I should get like full clearance but nah it definitely caught me off guard and see I didn't F, like I don't know how I feel about it cause I didn't like it but I didn't not like it Man, I'm stumped. <laughs> See, because like, because I could. I mean, if you don't like it, don't like it. But if I mean, if it's like, if you teeter tar, then I mean, it's gonna come down to if you whatever makes your girl happy. I mean, I guess. 
I mean, if it's not bad and it's not good, so you know what I mean. I feel it. But I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I was not ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready neither. I wasn't expecting nothing. That's funny. <laughs> I wanted it to be like that too. That's why I didn't tell you I was gonna hit you That's with that. That's funny. Is that it? Bobby Schmurder came home. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Bobby Schmurder came home, man. That was a. Uh, I'm excited to see all the because uh, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily like a big fan of his before mm-hmm. he went. I was a fan of like his like his interviews and like his person. I was a fan of his personality. Mm-hmm. I wasn't big into his music, honestly. But you know, you know, based on the circumstances of him going in and you know what he did and how he stood up. You got to be a fan of that, and so I'm, I'm I'm interested to hear the music and excited to see all the collabs that's gonna come of it. Because oh, you got to know, I mean, obviously, like people like Quavo and Amigos are gonna collab. That's gonna be the first collab. People like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that song dropped next week. People like Dave, really dope, really dope. People like Davies, Davies gonna collab. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just different people. Like anybody from New York, like it's, it's gonna be dope. YG, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. I can't wait. It's gonna be a lot of dope music, a lot of dope music. Yeah, it is. But what are you gonna be talking about? Is gonna be, you know what I mean? That's what I want to see. But having money, having a dope crew, all the stuff he was talking about before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just now he got, he got, he probably gonna have a little bit more to talk about. You know, duck, ducking, <laughs> ducking the COVID while he was locked up. You know what I'm saying? Like his experiences in there. I would assume. I don't know. A whole bunch of stuff. You know what That's I mean? crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at how 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 off guard you were. What else you got? What else you got, man? Um, true. Let's see. We can talk about them Lakers losing four straight. Fam. Yeah, and everybody, everybody talking like it's the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. And see, this is what did AD come back? Nope, he's still hurt. Yeah, he's still hurt. And see, my mom. My mom helped me get to this conclusion. She didn't tell me this, but just in talking to her. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, man, this ain't looking good. Like, the West got some good teams. Like, Phoenix is good now. Like, we need to get back to winning. And my mom was like, my mom was like, well, do they got a tough schedule coming up? I was like, yeah, they got all the tough Western Conference teams coming up pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay, like, are they going to fall like fall out of the playoffs? I was like, no, nah, they're not going to fall out of the playoffs. And to be honest, like with the crowds not being there, the, the home court ain't really going to be like what, it normally, what it's normally been. So it was like the seeding doesn't really matter. So as long as they AD gets is healthy when the playoffs start, then we're fine. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, oh, okay. And I, I remember I looked at her like. Yeah. I, I was like, did you know that? And like help me get to that conclusion because she was so calm about the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sister, yeah. I feel the same way, though. Like, because it's still early. The All-Star break hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They still have the trade deadline. You know what I mean? We can still get some pieces. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like he's just taking, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's really wrong with him, but they be taking time off. You know what I mean? I wanted LeBron to get MVP, man. And he's not going to get it now. Like, I mean, I guess he still could. but It's still early. Yeah, but it ain't looking good with AD going down. And granted, they, they were 5-2 and two at one point. But now at this point, they're going to be, what, 5-6? and six, Yeah, 5-6. and six, Like, that's not an MVP. No. That's his not te- even all LeBron. His teams are always so top-heavy, though. 
they're always so top heavy where it's like and I said again I was telling my mom this as well like his teams are always built like to where he does so much heavy lifting mm-hmm. he and his partner do so much heavy lifting and so if his partner goes down and all of it's on him like he can still do all of his part but now so much of that void isn't filled you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, I don't know if sure. I explained that correctly but yeah AD yeah. got big shoes yeah I think we'll I think we'll be okay though. I think we'll be okay. Everybody's talking about uh, him uh, him changing shirts twice when he got blood on his shirt. You see that? Mm-mm. He was talking to somebody on the court and his elbow was cut and they like bumped his shirt. He got blood on his shirt. And, you know the NBA rules ever since Magic Johnson. He had a change. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know if he had an extra shirt already or I don't know what happened, but he put on like a Lakers like like a Lakers polo. Mm-hmm. A blue Lakers polo with the logo, button up, collar, everything, and then out of nowhere he back fresh again, like like something that he would have brought from home. And everybody was talking about that. What, like a regular shirt? The one, a Lakers shirt? No, nah, it was a regular shirt. Was he playing? No, no. So he, when he got the blood on, he's in regular clothes. Yeah. And somebody, oh, they're saying because he just got clothes on death. Yeah. Bro, that's a whole PR team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like even if what? You know, his, like, his locker got hella. I was just about it. to say. I was just about to say. So when he get after coming, that's why he think he don't he not wearing the same clothes from when he walk in, play his game, walk out. He wearing a whole different fit. See, I'm about, see, man, should I? Well, I don't know. That's crazy. Like nah, when we used to travel, we used to have like two pairs of shoes for sure. Basketball games, extra shirts. Like for why sure. wouldn't this million like millionaire crazy millionaire? Oh, Especially man. Friday night games was like. You gotta bring a couple outfits. You don't know what you might wear to the party after the game. Yep, because he's starting at the gym and going mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, I was just about to say because for I know for mm-hmm. me, for us, it was it was a roll of the dice. A lot of time Friday night we can get home. Mom and Dad was already gonna be asleep, so it didn't matter what we did really. And the other times they was gonna be awake, and Dad might just be like, "Nah, y'all stay home just because, like, no reason at all. Like, y'all just stay home." So we wasn't going back home. We was changing in the locker room, heading out. Gone skis. Good old days, man. Right to Joe Bertle's parking lot pimping. Right. Dang. So this uh, lady at the bank I work at says that her and her friends used to do that on Valley Parkway in the 60s, bro. She went to Orange Glen. I was like, oh, so that's like, I didn't know that. I've talked to several generations of people from Escondido, and they all say that. Down that same street. Yep. And it was crazy because I guess like how we'd be like cruising Grand, they used to cruise Valley Parkway. So, like, once they, like, you graduated, it wasn't cool for you to d- drive down Valley Parkway. Like, no aspect. Well, I guess from uh, Rose, like, to all the way to um, Bear Valley. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't cool because it's, like, the, the young person kicking spot. So, I guess when people drive, like, she said one time she drove by after she graduated. And, like, she could see how people, like, looking at her, like, hey, she graduated. Like, was she, was she driving down? I was like, Really? It wasn't that deep for us, but we were still parking lot pimping though. I miss them days, man. I miss, I miss having a little, bro. That used to be the move. I miss having a little date, going grabbing some food at the Fat Burger or something right there by the mm-hmm. mall by the movies, going seeing the movie coming out, walking right down the Grand, cruising Grand, grabbing grabbing something to eat right there, walking, and you're not even doing nothing. Not you're just walking up and down the street, just talking, kicking it, and mad breaking outside. the touch barrier. <laughs> man, it'll never be the same. Cruising Grand was dope, man. It looked like it looked like New Orleans out there now. 
Cruise and Grand. Have you, have you driven on Grand? Mm-hmm. They got like all the like the tents and everything, so you can eat outside. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, I've been to NASCAR in a minute. Everything is different. I think Eagles Point is different now. Like we yeah, talking we're about Eagles Point. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. crazy. Yep. Yep. That's. A, I need to go out there, man. My mama live out there. For sure. Speaking of cruising, Grand. Wanted to be in a dope car cruising with your windows down, trying to be seen by somebody. What was your dream car growing up? Oh, man. I wanted a Dodge Ram. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because I like the beefy style of the Ram truck, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the front grill. Mm-hmm. What yeah. color? Red. Candy apple. I and I was both, but I, but I was so young. That was before the four door, so the ugly edition. Like I'll be looking at that car now, like that style, that model, and I'm like, ugh, that truck ugly as shit. <laughs> like ain't no way in the world I used to want that thing. But yep, yeah. Dodge Ram F one fifty. I used to Yours? want the Yukon. I used to oh, want yeah, the Yukon XL the Denali. Yep, a green. Yeah, see, you remember? Yep, the green. Yep, yeah, I remember. And the thing is, i you wanted the um the sparkle look green one too. I remember that shit. Because when you said that, I was like, damn, that car sound fire. Let me, I started looking it up, and I was like, dang. I started noticing everywhere. And then I started, because I was like, the, like that's why I started the candy apple, because mm-hmm. all of that. Because when you said that, mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. But yeah. I think that's when the spinners was out. I never wanted spinners. Oh, you didn't want no spinners? I, I didn't want no spinners neither. I remember I said to somebody with the sparkles, though, because I didn't know any other way to describe it. I remember I said that to some like, dude, and he was like, man, you want sparkles on your car, nigga? Yeah, see, so you you thinking like a little kid. I instantly knew what you was talking about. With glitter, nigga? Yeah. like. <laughs> Remember when old boy used to put glitter on his football jersey? Oh, my gosh, who was that? <laughs> who was that? I'm trying to stall him out and not say his name. It was the red dude's brother. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good way to say it. The mm-hmm. red dude's brother. The same dude that Mike caught the hands with at the at the at the field. Oh, yep. At, yep. at the playground. Same dude. Same dude. I remember that he used to he used to put cologne and stuff on it too. All of that. All of that. Because he was a dude that did wow. I mean, hey, he made it work for him because he always had a little girl with him. Oh, he for sure made he it work. He always had a little chick with him. Um He for sure made it work. But he was a dude that didn't get any playing time and was not tripping. Wasn't tripping. He was just happy to be on the squad, to have his uniform and have the football equipment, and be able and to he go out there. When he came up, day. when he was talking to girls after the game, for his jersey to have a glitter on it and to Smelled be smelling up. like his mm-hmm. cologne and all of that, mm-hmm. took it off. He, we're talking about when he's carrying it with his helmet and his shoulder pads and his helmet as one set. And this was the MySpace days. This is who used mm-hmm. to take and like. Nobody took their football equipment home. The most you would do was take your. I would, the most I did was take my helmet so I could shampoo it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This I is did, my shoulder pads. That's what I'm saying. This dude would take everything home. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So he could put everything on and take pictures for his the night before face. the game. Yeah. Uh, and his jersey talk about game day. And finna kill him on the field tonight. Mm-hmm. Not or tomorrow. Get, not getting no burn. Jersey clean. We had white jerseys too. Played basketball too. Remember when he uh he did the uh, hot sauce. Yeah. He had the half sleeves. Yeah. Now nah, it was it was a t shirt, but he cut one sleeve off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh the, yeah. Uh, hot sauce had the one long sleeve. That's back when niggas wore the double XLs and the triple XLs. So one sleeve was at his elbow. The other one. I remember one time he cut it like to look like drip. He cut the strips in it. Yep. I remember this dude wore the double headband in the game. 
He was one of them dudes that was like, he pull up, when you see him at the 24, you see him at the wreck, he be like, oh, this nigga suck. He doing all that? Oh, this nigga suck. He showed up like that? Yeah, he ain't trying to play. He worried about everything else. Remember when, him and, remember, <laughs> remember when Steph had one arm on the ball for the jump ball at practice? Oh, disrespect. Dude was on JV, Steph was on varsity. This dude was struggling with all his might, two hands, and Steph was standing there, one arm. Whoa. <laughs> Just looked at him, too. Steph, disrespectful. That nigga Steph is disrespectful. I wanted to punch that nigga. I'd never forget. I wasn't cool with them niggas. The red dude or his brother. And then Steph got the red dude all at the crib chilling. I remember I'd come home, <laughs> go in Steph's room to turn up, play, get on the sticks with him. I walk in, the red dude sitting there. I was like, the f. All right, man. <laughs> what did he say? He said Jesse brought him over. Because that's what. No, because me and the red dude worked together. That's what happened. I don't know what happened. All nah, I knew was that's what happened. I, I just fought these niggas a few months ago, and he in my house now. <laughs> I was like, "The hell is going on out here, nigga?" <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I think that's what happened, though. Was it? That? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy, though. We hooping. Fridays. I work at night. Oh, at night. Six o'clock. Where at? Esco. Escondido High? Nah, in Escondido. Oh, uh, in Esco? Friday night? Yeah. Oh, I can do that. Even if you can't who, man, come help me with these cameras, man. I got you. Yeah, it's going to be a good Friday. Night. So it's starting tomorrow? Yep. It's the first one we... Oh, today. It comes out on Friday. Today. Uh, tonight. Today. Tonight. Tonight at 6 o'clock um, in Escondido. Well, as it... As it <laughs> As it stands right now, we got three spots left because we're only doing 14, you know, distancing and grouping and all of that. We're only doing 14 people, 10 bucks a head. We only got three spots left. So, but it's going to be a good run, though. Mm. It's going to be a good run. All we only have at this point, we only got like three high school guys. It's like all college pro and former pro. Like, it's going to be a good run. What's up? It's going to be a good run. Indoor. Indoor. I know a lot of people from, from you know. That may, man, we want to go get some shoes sounding like that. I'm saying. Pull up. I got a lot of work to do. Pull up. You got anything on your mind, man? Anything you want to vent about? Um. Fuck Gavin Newsom signing this bill that said they're going to give out more stimulus money when I don't think that shit going to come. If you already got yours, that's what's up. For all those people that don't, fuck the government and them getting people's hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, then now we cool in. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. What about you? Uh, I got a lot of shit on my mind. Actually, I shouldn't even ask that question because this is too much for me to even. I got a lot of shit on my mind, bro. I think I need counseling. Really? Dude, like, like just to vent someone to yeah, help you vent to, yeah, or because I do I. I do it here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And and I, I I appreciate the podcast for that reason. Obviously, like I get to kick it with you, you know, time get to you know kick it with and be with the boys, and <clears throat> I get to make create content, and edit, and all of that. But part like part of me doing the podcast, I I've always enjoyed. I've always felt like a little. It was like a little bit of therapy. I could just come in here and vent. But and me trying to. How do I say this? And me trying to like be correct. Politically correct? Not even politically correct. 
just, well, just like correct ones. and not from for people to take things too much of the wrong way. Mm-hmm. There's just certain stuff that I just like can't talk about. And even if I do talk about it, I can't go too far into it because mm-hmm. people are sensitive. That goes back to the other day when I was over. I think when we dropped the boys off, we was on, when we was on the patio and I was like, and I hate, I was telling you, I was like, I hate when I say, if I say, bro, I don't eat pepperonis on my pizza and you eat pepperonis on yours mm-hmm. and you take offense to that. Yeah, that's super soft. That bothers me too. That bothers me too. But I know people that are like that. Mm-hmm. And because I don't, want to ruffle feathers even though that shouldn't ruffle your feathers mm-hmm. I can only go into it but so much even on my own platform that I control everything for you know what I'm saying yeah that's tough and then like and so I mean I could like vent about it like talk like to my wife about it but I mean I even with her at a certain point I could tell she'd just be looking at me like <laughs> okay fam yeah that is tough because then, like, somebody like that, I feel like those people are just looking for reasons to be upset or reasons to look at you as, oh, he don't he doesn't mess with me because of this or because of that. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Because there ain't no way me telling you, I don't like this, you feel like your life's affected by it. I didn't even know you liked pepperoni in your damn pizza. <laughs> Type shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> like... Or even, maybe that was shallow. No, I'm just saying, it's an example. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Everybody can put any variable right, you want right. to put okay, in okay. there. Okay, just, okay. Because half the world eats pepperoni in their pizza, like. Cool, cool. You know what I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't operate in that way. I don't operate in that way. If I feel, if I feel triggered by what you say, I might, I might stand up for why I do eat pepperonis, but yeah. I'm not going to. Take offense to what you said or feel a certain way about you not liking pepperonis. Yeah. Or I'm not going to think you're judging me for liking pepperonis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. And the way I feel, if you're a certain level of close to a person and certain stuff like that is being said, and if you feel some type of way, then on your end, we're not as close as I thought. That's how I feel about things. And that's why you guys are always been so cool to me because I've never had people that I could talk to and they relate to or they don't take what I say to heart. Because I remember back in the day, I used to be like, y'all motherfuckers is boring. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We'd be out kicking and cooling, having a good ass time. I'd be like, y'all boring. And no, everybody just looked at me like, whatever, Jesse. Mm-hmm. We having a good time. This nigga tripping. Mm-hmm. I don't know what more he need, but we, you know what I mean? But like people who be like, who would take that to heart. I would never be able to be cool with or be around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because now I got to censor what I say. I got to watch how, you know what I mean? I come across, I say anything. And you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's hard. I want to, I want to, I'd love for, I mean, obviously everybody, but especially my inner circle or inner circles, plural, mm-hmm. to, to get to and always be at that point where everybody can just say how they feel. Even if you're a little offended by it, we can talk about why you felt offended, and, and we can get to an understanding that that wasn't what the what the intention. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. just I, calm conversation. I it just it, I've also noticed this is nothing that's been on my mind. I've noticed that all growing up, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before. Nope, 
EA and I were talking about it. I've noticed that all growing up, I was like made to feel a certain way or made fun of <clears throat> because of how sensitive and or emotional I was. Mm-hmm. But mainly because of how sensitive I was. Because I wasn't, I've never really been emotional. Because mm-hmm. I've always felt a lot of emotions, but I didn't necessarily like move within those emotions. Yeah. Other than maybe crying. Yeah. I didn't like, you pissed me off and I got to do something about it. Or you made me sad and I got to do something about it. I just felt a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've always was made fun of for being overly sensitive or overly emotional, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that as I've gotten older, I think most men and most males are far more sensitive than I am today. And I think that is because growing up, I allowed myself to feel my feelings Mm -hmm. and to, I was going to say explore them. I was trying not to say because that sounds weird, but we're not talking about anything sexual. I I allowed myself to feel my feelings and to explore my feelings and to express my feelings and I know how my feelings feel, and I know how to express my feelings. Huh. And I feel like a lot of dudes, a lot of males growing up, suppressed a lot of that, whether their mom made them or they didn't want to get made fun of or society or whatever, but they suppressed those feelings, and so they didn't learn how to express them. Mm-hmm. And so now when they're upset, they ex- they like lash out and or express them the wrong way. Facts. I agree. I, 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 and that also goes with interpretation. They interpret other interpret other feelings the wrong way because they don't even know how to process their own, so they don't know how to receive someone else's. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And see, like I always thought, I think maybe you said it before, but not and not just you. I don't want to just put it on you, but I've been told and I've just accepted it that I've always been more sensitive and more emotional because I'm a mama's boy and I spent a lot of time around my mom. Mm -hmm. But my mom isn't like this, like... Super emotional. She's not. Mm -mm, She's not. This, like, like cry at the drop of a hat, like, Mm -hmm. irrational, doesn't know how to, like, operate and, like, control her feelings. She's not at all. But for whatever reason, I've always just, like, accepted, like, yeah, that's why I'm this way, but that's... It's not... I do get my sensitivity from her. For sure, but not like because I spent time with my mom and she's this irrational female. You know what I mean? Because your mom's loving and nurturing, mm-hmm. and she lets you and she lets you go through your emotions without judging you while you're going through your emotions. Because mm-hmm. that's how I I noticed it. Because I grew up with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So therefore, I was a, I had to learn how to um, handle my emotions because I have sisters. You know what I mean? And then boys' emotions and. They run high, they get angry, you know what I mean? And then they could turn around and get violent. And my mom had to teach me, like, you can't go through those stages in this house with females. Mm-hmm. You can't go through none of those stages. Like, and she's like, and I'm not playing that shit. Like, so I had to learn and really cope with my emotions early. Really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel the same way, though. But I think it, a big part of you being able to do that does, your mom has at least 85 if not 90% to do with that. That's fair. That's fair. And then also, I think a big part of it for me, and it's, you know, I'd, I'd, 
No, she's fine, bro. I'm and I'm I'm pretty sure uh a lot of other like middle children have the same story. I spent a lot of time being a mediator and like mm-hmm. keeping one side from slapping somebody and one side from crying or vice versa and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think in watching that and like helping other people regulate their own emotions, it helped me be able to regulate mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no facts. I agree. Hmm. That was a good talk. But emotions are a big thing, though. Like, it's huge when it comes to a lot of different aspects. Mm-hmm. Even like from sports to um, relationships to simple conversations. Like, you could, you should be able to hear something that you don't like and it not ruffle your feathers and not like raise your blood pressure. You should be able to hear that, understand that maybe that's just how they feel, what they're going through. And it may, may or may not have nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Half of, not half, but people don't, they don't think like, man, maybe what they said or what they're going through has absolutely nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, absolutely like zero. And either do you ask, take a step, or you just be like, eh, whatever. You know what it's I mean? real. It's real. And I, sub- I subscribe, and again, the older I've gotten, the more, and I fully subscribe to it now, but the older I've gotten, the more I subscribe to if you let somebody, you know, make you angry, then they control you. My dad would always tell us mm-hmm. that. My dad had a real bit bad temper growing up. My dad just beat people up, drop of a hat. My little brother had, you know, Derek, Derek, who's not here today, but he had a real bad, bad temper growing up. And Steph had one as a little, little kid, too. Um, my dad would always tell us like if you let somebody like make you angry or just make you cry you giving them control over you like and i I never mm-hmm. as a kid I, I never felt like my dad was lying to me but as a kid i only subscribed to it but so much yeah. it was like no if he say something out of pocket and make me angry i'm gonna slap him and he gonna have to deal with that you know what i'm saying but the older i get the more i'm like nah bro like nah i'm not gonna just like let you let you say something to make me feel a certain way or Regardless of what it is. Yeah. Now, certain things like like as a man or as a parent or as a whatever, you just can't let somebody do certain things. You know no, what I'm saying? Facts. But outside of that, it's like... Yeah. That's what I've been. I mean, I've been like that for a long time. Mm. I don't think anybody's ever seen me as a pushover, but a lot of stuff don't get to me. Don't bother me. But few shit. Yeah. I'm, um... I'm bothered by a lot. I don't react. I react to very little. Because mm. I'm somebody like I'm, and I'm gonna name this podcast the older I've gotten. The older I've gotten, the more things are like I seem like that was just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like why would you? The older I've gotten, and I've kind of always been that way. Like I hear somebody say something like that nigga really said that to him. He gonna let him say that to him. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had opinions and I've always felt things about things. I just the older I've gotten, the more I'm like. No need to react. Yeah. No, I feel it. I'm the same way. The older I've gotten, I and it's crazy to say this because I always felt that I've had patience, but I feel like I have so much more patience now. Really? Yeah. The older I've gotten, I don't know. Why do you say that? Or have you noticed it? How do I notice it? Because um, like, even the stuff that used to make me mad don't even make me mad. I can really pick and choose. When I want to get upset and the stuff I want to get upset over and how far I can get upset, mm-hmm. before I just be like, nah, I'm just kidding. 
Mm-hmm. But no, I'm really not mad. And before I used to have to do different things to get to that level of calmness. But now I can just, I don't know. But I, I also don't, I try not to add a lot of different variables that cause me stress. Because I used to have um, alopecia where I used to get bald spots from stress. So I had to learn to to see what was worth it and what wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? I had to learn that. Me too. Me yeah, too. Not. My ball spots was in like noticeable areas. I remember. I remember. I, I just, I, I don't know. I got to a point where I was like, it just is. Am I gonna care tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Or even in an hour. Oh no, I'll still care about some shit in an hour. <laughs> Cause I, like I said, I'll, I'll my mind will get to running, and I'll, I'll be. I'll be way off in the deep end. Yeah. When I wake up tomorrow, am I going to care? Not am I still going to be thinking about it. Because I will. Yeah. I'm going to still think about it. Yeah. Am I going to care? If the answer is no, then why dwell on it? You know what I'm saying? Or why let it take up so much of your day? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, facts, facts on facts. Dang, there was something. That was what it was. I was like, I wanted to tell this. I watched a movie on Netflix. It's called I Care A Lot. Mm-hmm. It's about this white lady. I thought it was based on a true story. Keith was trying to convince me that it was, it's not based on a true story. But it's called uh, I Care A Lot. It's about this white lady who um, is a caregiver for old people like Wazina used to do. Mm-hmm. But she owns the... She is herself a caregiver. Um, and she owns the... The old folks home mm-hmm. And she What she does is She she gets People that are like Wealthy or well off And they got all this income And she gets it to where She's their legal guardian Oh wow And she controls everything Their medicine Their money Everything And so she's rolling She got all these rich people That don't really need to be in a home mm-hmm. That can't speak for themselves Because she's their legal guardian now Yep because they're signing the rights over to her. Fam, she gets this lady. She gets this lady that she finds out this lady's rolling and all this dough. Come to find out the lady is living with a stolen identity. The old lady? The This new lady that she takes into her care. Yeah. Jesus. This lady is living right with here. a stolen identity. And her like her son is the real crook. Mm-hmm. And this nigga's like wants his mom back. Movie's dope, bro. I care a lot I on Netflix. Lot. You gotta okay. check it out. Check it out. You gotta check it out, bro. I was like, yo. And it's not. Let me. It is interesting. It's not like super action packed where they like. Not because yeah. I know you do like enjoy those movies. So I'm not, not like you know. I what do saying? mystery stuff. But it's it's dope, bro. Yeah. It's really really really. I do dope, any crime bro. crime mm-hmm. shows. Bro, like, so, like this lady's evil. Like She's to where like she she like bro she'll go in there and tell the people like. You got to be a sick person to take advantage of elderly kids. You know what I mean? You got to you don't care about much. To the point where she's in court against like one of this like this old lady's uh uh son. The son is telling the judge like, "Judge, my mom is fine." Like, and she won't let me see my mom. Like, she's the guardian. I can't see my mom. Everybody's in pocket though. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I care a lot on Netflix. You got to check it out. Gotta check it out. You watching anything or are you just on the sticks? No, I'm watching um 
I'm actually watching a show in French. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm starting to break down on my wife trying to get me to learn French. So I'm watching the show uh, Transfer. The whole show's in French. I got the English subtitles, though, you know. I'm it's a there. show or a movie? It's a show on Netflix. Oh, okay. Series. Transfer. Mm, it's in, all in French, so. Subtitles. Yeah. Subtitles is in English, though. I'm not that good. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's not bad. I watch, Keisha and I actually watched a whole movie with so I think it was in French as well with with the subtitles and normally I can't because I'm just gonna be reading the whole time mm-hmm. so I can't really enjoy the movie but I forget what it was called but it was about like these all these couples they had like they had like a uh, not a date night but a, like a, a, a dinner it's mm-hmm. like six six different couples and one dude supposedly Speed has this, dating. Nah, no, no, this, they're 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 with their person but they're not oh, they're okay, not changing okay. at all they're just oh, coming okay, together okay. a whole bunch of friends coming together to have dinner oh okay, okay. um and they decide to. If I'm not mistaken, one lady thinks her man is cheating and she wants to see his phone mm-hmm. and they play a game. Something happens to where they end up playing a game to where like we're just having dinner, we're enjoying the night. Nobody's looking at their phone. The first person to touch their phone, like when their phone goes off. No, no we're going to all throw our phones in the middle. The first one that goes off. The first one that goes off, we all get to read it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And the people that cheat, they all in their sweat, bro. It's crazy. The movie's done. And again, you got to read the subtitles and everything, but it's dope. Yeah. A little twist in it and everything. It's a dope movie. That's it's crazy. A, I forget what it's called, but it was dope. That's crazy. It was dope. Yeah. I like it. We have like French French Fridays. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, oh, okay. Check like, it all out. Yeah. So everything we do is like in French that day. French fries, French toast. No, like shows and stuff. French vanilla, creamer so, in the nah, coffee. I mean, no, I can't even say we do. <laughs> no, just like the TV. Like if we watch a movie that night, it'll be in French. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Yeah, trying to learn a language, you know, something different. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Your wife, you got to get on something like that. Our thing used to be to drive around and look at like all of the big fancy houses. Mm-hmm. That used to be our thing, but. We ain't done that for a while Really since the kids Really <laughs> She a weenie One time we was uh, We was about to We was about to Jump in the window Of this big old house That had nobody in it She was a weenie though Had the window open Was about to go in I had like one I was like Like you not finna come in She was like ah, I mean What if there's an alarm I was like my nigga We got the window open And no, nothing went off already you know, you yeah. don't want to see this big ass house. She just thought it was Mission Impossible with the little beams everywhere. So if you step in, I'm like, you don't want to come and see this big ass house. And I, she was dying. You know, Keith, she loved houses. She wanted to. She was like, I can't do it. Like, I, I can't. You know, she a goody two shoes. She couldn't do it. She would have went if you would have stepped inside, though, huh? Yeah. So right that's there. what I did when I proposed the time because it was at the castle at, at Disney World. So I stepped over the thing first, and I was like, you're not gonna come with me. And then she stepped over, and then I proposed to her. So. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Yeah, no. Nah. When's the time to not a girl's house? When but when's the time you snuck into some shit and was like, man. I went I snuck into a church before I was really like into church like that. Before I, I just knew that this was a place of God and it was something serious, right? So when I was playing I was playing with my little friend at his house or wherever we was at, I'm not really sure. But for somehow we end up making our way into the church and like we was going and we was about to go into like the um the the preaching area and I seen a lady like praying like down at the um at the altar praying and I was like, nah, this shit ain't right. And this is how you know this this is when I stopped this is when I knew that I wasn't gonna be playing around God or nothing like that. Like nigga I turned around to run out, nigga missed the door and hit that little side glass 
and beat <laughs> pop my mm. nigga busted my shit <laughs> and I was uh, and then the, my friend was looking like you dummy like he, he was a little badass little white boy he was like yo student I was like I, I can't I be kicking with y'all a few sliding glass doors in my day but now nah, I thought your story was gonna end like my dad's my dad, I don't remember how old I was. My, I never forgot this story. My dad told me a story. He was playing in a church. And it wasn't even, I don't even think he said it was the church he went to. But he said he was, him and, him and his friends was running through playing hide and seek in a church. He said, this is back in the day. My dad is, a, my dad was born in 62. He said back in the day, they used to leave the church, the, the sanctuary just open. So mm-hmm. you could just come in and pray, mm-hmm. do your thing. And he said him and his friends in there playing tag, playing hide and go seek. And he said he find like some little room and he said like oh it's like a perfect hiding spot and he said like he like like goes into the room but he's like like so i'm sorry so he breaks the door jam so he's in the room but then he turns around he's walking deeper into the room but walking backwards mm-hmm. he said he gets in there and then like he says like oh it's like a good spot because like, he like like crouched down low so like just in case like if somebody does run by the door he's not like standing up so you can just see him he's crouched down and he said like he just like happened to look up and there's like bro like so he's like, like, st- like crouched down, like right here, and he said he looks up and over the top of him, there's a crucifix. He said like he looks up and he sees a crucifix with Jesus on it. I mean, it's all wood and everything, yeah. but he sees Jesus on it. He said he look up and he said he just was like, just stuck there. He said he was just like just stuck looking. He like couldn't stop looking at it. Yeah. He said he was like he like started like shaking. He said he started crying. He said he like soon as like could muster up the energy. He said he got up and didn't even tell his friends he left. He said he just like sprinted home. And told his mom like what happened. He said his mom was like, "Well, he was in the church and like, yeah. it was, like spirits and you know what I'm saying all the whole thing." He Jeez. said he said that he said that's when he knew like church and God and all that was nothing to play with. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Could you imagine, bro? <laughs> that probably make me like I, I don't think I want to go back to church. What if I see another one of those? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a bit much, man. Anywho, man, you ready to get better here? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Everything's all hearts and minds clear over here. <laughs> all hearts and minds are clear for the most part. I need to go to therapy. I think I'm I'm ready to say that. I think I need therapy. But other than that, for 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 this podcast, for this episode, <laughs> hearts and minds are clear. Family Room Podcast, episode seventy six. I'm Mike Rome. Jesse Williams. We up out, man. Thanks for rocking with us. We up.